0: question for uh, dan's regulars how much of his stream is him disappearing to go drop a deuce because i think that's what we're doing right now and i feel like i should be doing something but i don't know what i'm doing when he's gone
1: hello everybody and welcome to the 60 second car this is the podcast that uh well it was just talking about music players because for some reason people keep creating music player software to to do stuff on um I think I think it's a good it's a good commentary into the fact that I you, I think Daniel and I both use a program that uh, or a software a a service that sends our podcast to all the different podcast apps because there are so many different ones because for some reason everybody needs to have a podcast app so that they can run their own adware all over it I guess. Anyway, this is the podcast that does all those things, but we also talk about the every single minute of every single movie within the Fast and the Furious franchise. My name is Dan, joined here as always by Daniel, and uh, here's the music!
0: family did i get it right
1: <laughs> you were very 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 ah. close <laughs> like it was it, it honestly it might have been the delay that is the only reason that it didn't sound right dang but it was pretty much exactly that uh you know i can't family. hear it at
0: all i'll take that as a win yeah
1: i would that no i'm impressed i am entirely impressed um however i mean you probably have a your own little metronome in your head that's probably pretty accurate yeah
0: uh yeah i guess I mean, I've played in prog metal bands for a long time and our drummer tries to tell us the counts and I just, I try to play by feel, so I guess so. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yes. (laughs) uh, But you got me curious because I I set up our our link tree and uh, when I put in the the podcast feed for apple music it decided or apple podcast whatever Mm -hmm, it mm. decided it was like oh here's all the places it's available and i don't know some of these at all (laughs) sonnet public radio or Mm -hmm. radio public rather pod friend podcast republic podcast guru hero uh podcast attic player fm castro bullhorn overcast pocket casts cast box and then we get to the ones i know so uh if you subscribe to any of those other ones weird but thanks
1: so I I do believe that so there's some I don't know and um uh, it's weird but I do believe it's because one of the outlets that it allows me to push it through might have several sub outlets underneath it that might be what it is because there are several okay. there was a, a bull one I I've, I've never heard of that is that is is the pun that it's a bullhorn shouting podcast out to the world I, I feel like maybe yeah
0: I mean its name was bullhorn so oh
1: okay well there you go. people come up with some strange ideas for names but then again i'm a person who is the worst at coming up for names i've come up with i've done so many different youtube shows i've done so many different ideas for shows podcasts everything the one thing i cannot do is come up with a name for something
0: see i'm the opposite i have the name and then it's the desire that comes from there i have like (laughs) The Wilts like live. A, yeah, I have like a <laughs> dozen band names or just like stupid ideas. Like an idea that someone can have that I, I want to do, but I just will not have find the time is sure. the Pod Goodcast. Uh it's a podcast about John Goodman. The mm-hmm. uh that pod goodcast. I like that name goodcast, a lot. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it.
1: John Goodman, great actor, world class. Yeah. Um
0: I say he's my second favorite actor. I've probably seen five of his films, but still he's that damn good.
1: Do I know your first?
0: Uh, we have talked about it about him.
1: Is it a well-known actor? Yes. Hmm. Danny DeVito.
0: It is Danny DeVito. Is it really? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. It's laughs> I do love Danny DeVito. <laughs> Always makes me happy. I think he's underrated when he's like being yeah. serious. Mm-hmm. Then you know the emotional, the like deep emotional scarring from the Penguin when I was a kid. He's my guy. That's
1: that's the one thing I'm gonna have trouble with. I really love Colin Farrell's Penguin, and he's got a show mm-hmm. coming. And I remember I remember an interview where uh, Danny Danny was asked, hey, do you uh, do you like this character? And he's like, oh, that's Colin Farrell. I love Colin, but my penguins better. (laughs) And uh, I do I do really love Danny DeVito's penguin, but Colin Farrell does kill it. So, you know, that'll be fun.
0: I'll
1: watch the show, but that's where it's at. Yeah. Danny DeVito as as, as Oswald Cobblepot is very good. Um, we did, uh, I did recently cancel a bunch of subscriptions and then, uh, started watching something I still had time on, which was Hulu. Um, and we, Katie and I started watching Futurama again, which I can't get enough of that show. The show is probably my favorite show. Um, it is hilarious, and it is still Matt Greening, which is, I mean, you know, a goat of all sorts. And uh, But also on Hulu is Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where we have so many different seasons that we've never seen before. But we mm-hmm. started watching season eight because I was like, ah, this might be near the beginning of where I kind of stopped watching for a while. And uh, yeah, every episode is just amazing Danny DeVito. I mean, he's mm-hmm. just he's just so good, and Charlie Day, um, both of them together, are just genius.
0: I love that, like Danny DeVito is this is below him, like let's be real, mm-hmm. but like he goes for it in every Frank Reynolds thing.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, in physical physical humor too, because I do believe there is a scene where he is upside down in a trunk in one of these episodes, and I was like, oh, that's somebody else with either really short legs or it's, but it's definitely a person. Whatever, and then they they don't cut, they just flip him out of it, and it's Danny DeVito. And I'm like, Well, there's no cut here, so there's something there's something that was either tricked or he's just standing he's sitting upside down for like a good minute, and he's just dedicated to the craft, I guess. <laughs> he's just into it. He also seems like he really loves that role.
0: Yeah. Thank you for joining us for Dan and Dan on Danny. Uh,
1: <laughs> a mini podcast, podcast that almost became a real podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm down to do that. Um, but otherwise, you know, you know, Fast and the Furious, whatever. That's It's important and stuff. We can talk about that if we want.
0: Uh. Yeah. <laughs> the craziest thing is, I want. And I want to tell you <laughs> that... Where the fuck did I leave off? <laughs> uh, at the last moment, Frank also decides it is better to take the keys and escape to Mexico than turn himself in and somehow find a future with Connie uh so that is the latest sentence of the synopsis of the 1954 fast and furious guys we have one more sentence left in that synopsis and you will know the entire plot according to wikipedia don't go read it on your own i will help you next time we, we do this live what
1: oh, that uh oh, that just leads me to really wonder after listening to all your synopsis reads so far is somebody so enthralled by the story that they might go spoiler spoil it for themselves before you read the last sentence? Do you think that's a thing? They can't wait I will three te- days?
0: I will tease it with four words. The movie ends with...
1: Wait, four words of like the last That's like most of the sentence. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not? All right. <laughs> well, there you go.
0: Sorry, the fifth word is credits. The f- <laughs> movie ends with credits. No, that's not what it says. But what if it
1: does? <laughs> the movie ends with credits. <laughs>
0: Speaking of,
1: is that the end of a movie? Or is that past the end of the movie? The credits.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh... So, did I? <laughs> I put
1: him in a trance?
0: <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you go on these little things where I just kind of get lost and I just let you go. And I thought there was going to be more. Um, yeah, that's that's so, fair. So, I would say for our sake and what we're doing here, maybe the credits aren't the movie because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, we could talk about like the songs that play over them because some of those songs that's like in film that's where some of your Grammy nominations come from. People make mo- songs for movies to get nominated, yada, sure. yada. Yeah. So there's something to talk about there, but no offense to everyone who worked very hard in these films. That's, what, 10 minutes of film of scrolling text, and who wants to listen to that? Who wants to talk about that? God, should we cut 100 minutes of our journey by not doing the credits, unless it's the like, post-credit scenes?
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask next, which is, are post credits part of the movie, or are they are they technically trailers for the next movie?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe the post credit scenes, no matter what they are, no matter how long they are, they should be their own minute or, or their own episode. Because usually it's like, especially an X, not going di- to dive into what mm-hmm. there is post credits mm-hmm. if you've not listened to the episode. That itself could be its own episode whether or not it's a minute or not
1: they yeah i mean i think the x ones are well over a minute right i mean there and then there's like so there's one that i'm thinking of i believe it's the letty one where they walk for like almost a minute <laughs> they they walk through a hallway for like a little bit <laughs>
0: I'll talk about the paint on the hallway. I don't give a fuck. That'll sure. be until a minute. Sure. Yeah.
1: Talk about the lighting and how it's dark and ominous, and nobody should be working here because it's a safety hazard.
0: <laughs> yeah. That 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 place never well lit.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not. I've oh. had many
0: conversations with office ergonomics peoples, and they would be like, "No, no, guys, this is not okay."
1: No, too many OSHA violations, too many, too many safety problems. We don't want to get sued, um, especially if it's a gov- government entity, or maybe no, the agency isn't
0: a government entity. Right. Dude, I cannot keep track of who's government, who's not, because whatever. It's all fixed. Who cares? Know.
1: Anyway. Anyway, uh minute eleven. Um we are back in the shop, right? We've walked we've just said NOS for the first time in this franchise. Um as you know, as, you just Yes.
0: You made me realize something, because in the last episode you're talking about a tracking shot that takes you to the back of the shop. Mm-hmm. So that's a minute, and then this next shot is going to take us back to the front of the shop. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like they made it for us because we're about to go back forward the way we came in. Wow. Yes,
1: that it, this doesn't take a whole minute to go back, though. Uh, we right. do jump into something else. However, yes, it is very obvious if you've ever worked on any type of film set or you've even seen a film set, you know that they use the exact same track or at least a similar track that they use to go backwards into the back of the shop to then go forward, they they just recycled it or redid it. Um, granted, it all smooth, it all flows very smoothly. It seems um, they do take a couple different angles. There's an angle where uh, they're looking at an object, which we'll get to in a second from a different angle. So it, you know, whatever, it 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 works. But like I said, I do feel like this shop was maybe a bit smaller than it, it seemed to the naked eye, just because of how much they were squeezing behind behind objects, either that or some of these fixtures and things that they had, they didn't want to move because maybe this was an actual operating shop and they just took it over for the day. Um, but yeah, let's go to it. I mean, speaking of that, we'll, we'll go right in. We're at the point where he's, where Paul is uh, walking back uh, to the beginning of the shop after he says, I need Nos, and now he's leading Harry as Harry is following. Like kind of like one of the like in a movie, like the assistant that's just running around saying, hey, boss, hey, boss, don't do that. Hey, can we can we stop for a second? Hey, boss, Uh, because (laughs) he's in his face (laughs) in this shot. Um, Yeah, yeah. This is where he's saying you got a heavy foot. Amateurs don't use NOS or nitrous oxide. Amateurs don't use nitrous oxide, which technically which which actually gives him a lot of i guess car cred to they maybe the car people who watch this movie because people uh, the car people do get a little irritated by, by calling all nitrous oxide in these movies nos because they're like that's just a brand
0: sure but also it tells me that everyone in this franchise they're all amateurs because they love their little nos i guess yeah so like
1: I guess no, no, pro doesn't really matter until you're on a racetrack, I guess. You're not a pro until you're racing on a racetrack, and even then you can still be an amateur. I don't know exactly what he's talking about when he's considering uh, pro versus non-pro, because I don't know, do pros use nitrous oxide? I guess they do. I, again, not a car guy, so m-
0: maybe they do? Is a legal street racing pro?
1: It's for money? Does that matter? I guess. I mean, what what is pro these days? I'm I'm technically a pro gamer, but only because sure. sometimes there's payment involved.
0: <laughs> I have sold songs via Bandcamp, but I don't but I don't consider myself a professional musician.
1: I think you are. I would say. Uh, <laughs> You've got way <laughs> too like sh- much equipment that where I would call you an amateur. <laughs>
0: look <laughs> we don't talk about how much maybe? equipment i have yeah that's that's the one addiction
1: possibly um i've got i don't have a whole lot of instruments i do have a lot of recording equipment because of you know podcasting and streaming and stuff like that but i mean so does every single person in los angeles so i guess there's that too um
0: see one of my favorite instruments
1: yes is the mandolin banana shaker oh <laughs> <laughs> i love a banana shaker that, um, I also have
0: lemon, orange, and apple.
1: No lime. Oh, yeah, no lime? You gotta have a lime. I guess the a, li- a lemon's kind of a yellow lime, right? Um. <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> They don't taste the same but they're similar <laughs> Whoa dude I mean you have one of those professional guitar racks You could just be one of those guys That just hangs them up all over the place Or you can have one that looks like you can pull it on the stage And switch guitars between songs Like 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 I've seen the pros do
0: I think that's coming One of our guitarists is looking into a second guitar Which means I can have two basses now
1: There you go Um yeah so i mean you know we know our stuff and that makes us yeah i don't know the line i think the line between amateur and professional has changed a lot since anybody and since consumer consumer audio became basically a a similar level to professional material and and conflict but the fact they're doing on the streets i think is what i would say is always going to be amateur um But then we have a line later that makes it seem like everybody watching this movie is amateur because we have no idea what the what the heck Dom is talking about when he uh, when he will mention it later. But I'll still say it because it's a great line is uh, granny shifting, not double clutching like you should, which is where for us, for a lot of people who don't know cars um, probably think that's a real thing. Everybody I've taught, everybody I've watched respond to this movie who do know cars also don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> great. <laughs> I was waiting to be like, I this is something I don't know. I'm about to learn something. Nope. Great. Nope. Nope. Into it.
1: You learned that it doesn't mean anything because uh, most most professional drivers will sit there going, "What? <laughs> what is he talking about?" <laughs> um. But yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, back to uh, the movie. Um, he's he's weirdly in his face and paul or uh, brian is focused on this big old tank of nos because for some reason he's able to just get away with saying i want i need one of these i need one of these big ones no make it two
0: (laughs) so i have a question because again Mm -hmm. like i don't know if i have an answer uh, well you probably do So like I said, I have not rewatched this entire movie yet. Mm -hmm. I'm going through, I'm a little ahead of our recordings, but I am not that far. So if someone's watching this for the first time in this minute, do they know that Brian is a cop and do do they know that Harry is basically under the cop's thumb? No, right? Correct. So if you're watching this for the first time, you think that Brian is just blowing off his boss right now for some weird reason, completely ignoring any, getting reprimanded for fucking with the best customer the store has. And it's so weird to consider it from that angle because like, again, I right now I'm kind of putting myself in that headspace and Brian is just like ogling this NOS so hard. His boss is like, you're, gonna, you're almost fired. You're getting out of here. You're fucking up my whole business and just not giving the time of the day. Yeah. Knowing what we know later that Harry's like, a pawn in all this stuff sure it all makes sense why he's completely blowing off this guy yelling at him but like if you're watching the first what this is not a proper reaction but you know shout out to nas i guess yeah i mean
1: they don't reveal they don't reveal he's a cop until another like maybe 10 minutes maybe more Um,
0: after the first big race
1: it's after the first big race yeah and so that that's a while we got a while to go before we find out he's a cop and um I mean, there's kind of a fourth wall break with them revealing it before they actually reveal it, um, where the cop smirks, you know, his boss, like his boss detective smirks at the camera, essentially. Um, But yeah, no, that's a good point. I'm trying to... So the whole time you're saying that, I was trying to remember what I was thinking. I was young, so who knows if I even caught on, but I was trying to figure out what I was thinking when this was going down, because... Yeah, we have no idea why he's able to just get away with this. Especially, not only just being an employee, but the new employee. Right. (laughs) So,
0: yeah, I don't know. That's what's craziest to me. This guy, like I said, is on probation probably at his new (laughs) job. And just like, nah, give me Nas. Yeah, 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 I almost got fired. Give me Nas.
1: Yeah, it almost like... I, I, I think nowadays, if I saw this for the first time, I'd probably think he is like has sort of a, not necessarily a gambling problem, but a similar like gambling problem where he's just putting this all on a tab somewhere and it's like, you know, obviously I'll pay this off at some point. Just be like, because I've known enough people in my life who get a job at a place they really like to shop at or whatever it might be. And then essentially blow like their first three or four paychecks on just buying stuff from the store at their employee discount. Um, so it's, it's possible. Like I'm, I might think something like this, I might think he's a cop going after them. We do know that somebody's doing something illegal, right? That's the first scene of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it could be guessed that Brian is investigating them at, at in some capacity. But yeah, at, in this context of us taking it a minute at a time, I think it's pretty easy to get confused here.
0: Yes. All right, so are we on to the next screenshot or next little bit? Because this... Thing. Yeah. he wants Nas, he wants two Nas. Then it's the next day, and we are at. Of course, we're at this weird abandoned warehouse thing in the daytime, and we're about to get another trademark. Yeah. Time passes. I Little. am,
1: I I am near positive, near one hundred percent positive that this was all done on the Warner Brothers or the, the Warner Brothers universe lot. Um, I guess. Oh Are yeah. they the same lot? I don't know, because. We have this weird we have this pretty cool transition which we have I think a needle drop at this point
0: uh it's coming up that I have the next day some warehouse say ah by the chip Minkos.
1: yeah chipminkos. so I think this is where this is happening in this scene because this is where it starts because we see the transition from day to night here right mm, same shot our
0: first car party yeah yeah
1: and then everybody's rolling up we finally see the return of our our green, uh, Brian Spilner vehicle, um, and and wait, what's up?
0: Does his car? Is this just reflections off the car, or does it have green lights underneath it as well? It
1: has green lights underneath it.
0: Oh,
1: oh, I guess this is the okay. first time we see that, huh? Yeah, this is the first yeah. time we see that. Yes, he has green okay. lights underneath. Um, because
0: the heist—that's like a whole thing with the the heist cars being right like kind of incognito, but also glowing green. Yeah. So, oh, is he one of them?
1: yeah foreshadowing yeah i guess there is some there is a little bit of a of a thing there um as we know this car doesn't last very long but um yeah here this is where we we see finally see the return of uh brian's car and the reason i say this might be on a lot is because in the in the next scene none of this looks like it's in place of us this doesn't look like it's in a city this looks like it's out this is your buildings Out in the middle of nowhere, with nothing inside, looking like they're possibly out to have nukes tested on them. Those buildings—it doesn't—it looks weird. It looks very unnerving and strange, and doesn't make any sense. But here's where we pull up to our first, like you know, meetup spot. Because we, as we know, this isn't any spot of any really real importance, right?
0: Right. And uh, we have another needle drop. We have perhaps. The one I've been looking forward to the most in this franchise, or this right movie so far, we have Roland by Limp Bizkit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, which is funny because there's only like, what, these three frames is that first needle drop, and then this next frame here is, within the same minute, a second needle drop.
0: Yeah, it's very weird. Like, they don't give Say Ah by Chip Minko as much... Uh, um, much airplay to hmm. immediately go to the song that says "Rolling" in it, which is also funny. His cars be rolling.
1: <laughs> the, the, the actual name of the song has is, is a vehicle, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, so the the song plays, and you're kind of getting a a, a new glimpse about what the like car culture is here, and mm-hmm. everyone here is seems to just be looking at engines and shining them. So as a car ignorant person like what are people doing here and why at this exact moment is this like oh what do you have under your hood I've got this
1: yeah so I think in my very little experience of like car meetups and you know car Stop. shows what Stop. what
0: what car meetups have you had
1: have I been to I've been to a couple actually no,
0: you said car meetups so are you meeting mm-hmm. in the back alley to do a race or something is there no a-
1: no here's the funny part. People just meet up and park their cars and then walk around and look at other people's cars. That's the whole thing. What? Yeah. And you've done this? I've been to them. I haven't done them with any of my vehicles, but I've had friends (laughs) who have had vehicles that they worked on. In fact, I saw pictures of, of, like, rather recently, like, within the last couple weeks, where a bunch of, um, I think, uh, Nissan Zs all met up in a parking lot somewhere. And um, they look, kind of look like the alien cars. Um, but uh, Nissan Z's all came together. And it's it's kind of, it's a camaraderie thing, I think, when it comes to it. Because a lot of car meets are similar cars together. But I've been to Reno a few times for uh, something called Street Vibrations, which is a motorcycle meetup. Um, however, they also do a lot of, like, classic American cars. And a classic, like... like mostly domestic um type vehicles where they'll literally just park them on the street seen like you know old corvettes i've seen bel airs i've seen impalas i've seen all kinds of stuff like that and yeah they people literally just show off their cars that's what they do i mean they're they're art pieces to them right so that that's that's pretty much what this is
0: so i imagine you in a back alley doing this kind of thing sure but you reminded me that i grew up well i grew up in woodland and woodland california for internet blah 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 anyway uh for a long time when I was growing up, we had something called Hot August Nights when people yeah, yeah. would just cruise Main Street and show off their cars, uh, which was all well and good until people started like flashing gang stuff and people started yep. getting shot and beat up. So those don't happen anymore. But uh, there was a time when I guess I was being dragged to these because yep. I've never been a car person, but my mom can look at a car and tell you what year, make, model, all that good stuff. And then my dad can like identify them by sound. It's it's very weird superpowers that... It- <laughs>
1: yeah there's there's a lot of that you know like um um there's a lot of i've met people who were like i can tell what the car is by the taillights or you can tell you can tell that there's a cop car behind you in the dark based on their driving lights or whatever it might be and stuff like that um i can tell you
0: which way they're going
1: yeah yeah i can do that i can tell you that they're on probably um maybe some some I guess you could turn lights on in most vehicles without the car being on. But anyway, uh, um, I can tell you whether they or not they have a headlight out. This guy. Get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, car, meet, car meets are, I think, still extremely popular. In fact, I think there's a there's sort of a resurgence of gas vehicles being extremely popular because there's so many people who are adamantly, adamantly against electric vehicles. So much so that they are putting more and more effort and money into making their gas vehicles very powerful and strong and whatever and fancy. Um, Cute. So we see a lot of those. In fact, there's I think there's a lot of gatekeeping behind um, behind a lot of these car meets and saying that like your car has to be a gas vehicle in order to even show up here. So you know there's a lot of that. And and when it comes to certain things, I mean, uh, speaking of like you know gang signs and trouble and stuff like that, we have a lot of. Um, people who, who have been caught smuggling like drugs and stuff like that in really, really nice cars. And that's kind of just what they do. Um, obviously there's been other more incognito methods, but I think it's a very popular thing to do. Um, or just, you know, get a bunch of money because you were either selling a bunch of drugs or just rich and somehow just pouring that into buying cars and whatnot. So there's crossover for a lot of those things. Um, I know that like there's there's a lot of I, there's a lot of racism in in people buying cars like this and stuff like that there's a lot of like oh man all these all these people are buying all these cars and that means i can't buy my own cuz i want that and stuff like that i've heard that from friends fathers before that's fun um but yeah i mean i i would say that car meets is, were very popular at movie theaters when this when this movie came out I think there were people like in dozens at the back of um, the back of parking lots coming like hours early before they go see the movie. Uh, This brought this back to life. I think for a lot of ways, this was a huge for just the car community. Even if the movie didn't do anything necessarily correct.
0: I mean, what was it before this (laughs) grease? Yeah, I I guess what else was was probably some car movie, but I, don't know it no, I, don't
1: know. Uh, I, don't, I, have, I have no idea not not anything that like showed off like how fancy their, your car was or how much work and effort you put into your car I think there ah, were the, a lot Batmobile. Of, the Batmobile yeah. yeah and and we do see those a lot at car meets too we see batmobiles and and kit and uh, you know the the life cars and stuff like that we see Ghostbusters vehicles at a lot of these car meets too I think um if you live in Los Angeles and you go down any of the popular streets, you'll see people just driving just to show off their cars. Um, lots of Lamborghinis you see driving up and down like Hollywood Boulevard or Sunset or whatever it might be just because they have it and they can, <laughs> quite literally. We
0: we live such very different lives. Where I'm at, uh, it's literally like Bike City, USA. Mm-hmm. And there is a guy who rides around on a penny farthing, but he's rigged it so it's backwards. And mm. that's the guy who's going up and down the street, revving his engine kind of deal.
1: Gotcha. For those, yeah. for those wondering what the heck Daniel just said, <laughs> if I understand correctly, that's, one, that's the, the not the bicycle, it's a tricycle, right? With one giant wheel?
0: It's a two-wheeled bike that ah. has one giant wheel in the front, but this guy turned the seat around and put the handles on the other side. So it's a big wheel in the back, tiny wheel in the front.
1: Oh man, I would Best- be worried about flipping forward so often.
0: Best part the guy has a tattoo of himself riding this bike on his calf. <laughs> I not love this place. <laughs> not many
1: people get tattoos of themselves,
0: right? So, uh, if you look up hashtag little Daniel Does USA on Instagram, that's you will not find you. A, let me finish. You will find <laughs> a doll that looks just like me that my now wife made when we kind of when we first started dating that we take on every trip we go on. Oh, I didn't know she made that. I'm I'm this close to getting a tattoo of him on me, which that's not you. Would, but that would be me on. It'd be a nah. version of me on me. Nah. he's my voodoo doll essentially.
1: It's like it's like no, but that's like a represent. It's like a representation of you. There's a layer removed. I think what it's a different. tattoo,
0: but a representation of something.
1: Well, but but with a la- it's a representation of a representation. So there's another layer. Okay, fine. I don't think I'm it's like, that weird. I'm like Shrek. <laughs> you got layers. You got like onions. I've got layers. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, mm, I guess it's I don't know. I guess if I were I I d I don't know. I don't do tattoos. I like I want tattoos. I want some of them, but like I don't know if I have that commitment. I'm weird. I, I know I know I'm not that weird. I know there's a lot of people that think that way too. But that is something I, I I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I feel about that. Either way. Like, I'd have no problem with it. Getting a tattoo of, like, me on a bike. But, like, at the same time, it's me on a bike. Also, it's a tattoo. <laughs> I don't, I, the, the, both things are weird to me.
0: <laughs> I think after I got my, like, second tattoo, I am now open to just dumb shit putting on my body. Because... Like my first one was kind of like a tribute to my parents, but Mm -hmm. also my love of like the Super Mario franchise. Mm -hmm. And my last one I got was uh, Ralph Wiggum writing Blinky the Fish. (laughs) (laughs) So somehow we got there (laughs) between like odes to My Wife and My Cat and other stuff. Now I'm just like cartoons on cartoons and i'm about to get a version of me or a farfetch and other stuff so like now that the floodgates are open it's like i've got real estate it's whatever
1: that's what i've heard is like once you start everything is a totally different mindset yeah so okay uh we gotta talk about Farfetch'd. is that your favorite pokemon yeah, it is is there a reason is there like a big reason for that or just you're like that's cute as hell
0: i think it's cute as hell i like that he has a little leak yeah uh do you like Surfetch? Like Actually on the back of my phone I have a Surfetched Pokemon nice. card nice. that I got for 50 cents at the card shop across the street. Nice. And I don't play the game. I got whatever Sword or Shield because whichever one he's in. For he's,
1: him, he's in Shield? I think. I forget. I remember. He might be in He's not yeah. in both, right? I don't know. He's an exclusive one?
0: I don't think so. I think he's uh, a version specific one and he was the mm-hmm. reason I got that one.
1: Yeah. And then, and then you have Corvanite, which I think is the other one. Or maybe not. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, I, I have a whole I have a whole plethora of sword and shield uh and just regular Pokemon cards. If I find I probably have some fetched and some Surfetch'd, I will I will find those and collect those for you and you can have them all.
0: <laughs> put them in the envelope with the Han card. Yep. Or Han cards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will put them all together and they are all yours. But also speaking of um super mario love and uh the fast and the furious um we can go see in person objects and things together at the same place and uh we need to do that soon we need to go record uh pieces of a live podcast at universal studios where they also have the super mario land
0: have you been yet i'm assuming now
1: i have not been to 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 the nintendo land no
0: okay uh, the other day, I sent you a Reddit link to the cars that are currently living at Universal. Oh, right. Or I tried to.
1: So, yeah. Uh, curiously, did, did that, that didn't say how long they'd be there for, right?
0: I mean, it was photos of someone who went. I don't... That's all I knew.
1: Because mm. I know... Yeah, I know they have those cars, then they're just touring them. And they also don't really care what happens to them. Because for the most part, they're not really worth much other than memorabilia. So... Mm yeah who knows i i would like to go see them i would like to go uh i would like to spend 30 minutes in a uh in in one of the vehicles if we could just talk just talking <laughs> into a phone microphone or something recording the podcast i think we can get away with it with it i, I, don't, I don't know about you <laughs> i think we can, we can do be it. sneaky about it
0: yeah <laughs> just like huddle up in the back seat below the window line just like yeah so anyway in this minute the cars are meeting back it's pretty great uh, they're all they look really loud
1: they, yeah they do um and and yeah there's actually some really funny uh things about those cars too is like a lot of the things that we see on the outside of the cars like um the, the hood scoops going through the hood itself and like some of the the spinning belts parts that stick out of the front of the hoods and whatnot those are all like electric motor fake things that happen and they're not actually part of the cars which I find interesting, and i find it's, it's if yeah. if I was more engineer uh, minded and maybe more handy, I think that would be a dream job of mine. is just to make movie props like that. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, seems pretty sick. I think that'd be that'd be pretty awesome. Um, did I hear a cat?
0: <laughs> no, I just realized I left my window open, and my uh, neighbors have a couple kids who oh gotcha. are, are otherwise nice but like to yell. So I think it was them. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think. I think we need to do that and we need to do that soon. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know if I want to go when it's super hot outside, though. That's the one thing I'm worried about. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're... So, car meets. that The, the, yeah, the we're, reason we're talking about all this stuff, by the way, if anybody's listening, there's not a whole lot that happens in this scene in this minute.
0: Um, no, I mean, we've got... The best part about... Is the needle drops and we're about to have some cool shit happen, but, like, this is laying the groundwork for something neat next time
1: we have a we have a little scene here where um the dude who i'm this is probably his car honestly um he's holding his hydraulic pump or button that is literally as we can see a tubed into near the driver's seat where he lets down the hydraulics that the car is on and then comes out and they just like very politely smile at Brian. <laughs> He's just like, legal, what's up? <laughs> and that's it. And then that's when Brian gets out of the car and is about to, uh, meet some very, uh, fun and important characters. Yeah. And, uh, I'm very yeah.
0: excited for one of the character meets in the next episode.
1: Yes. Yes. We meet two characters that I think are honestly big pieces of this movie. In maybe some of the most unexpected ways. Um, I think they're like, you know, as we've talked about, one of these characters was part of the marketing for this movie for some reason, even though Mm -hmm. I think he's only really in this scene that that, will span a few minutes, but uh, really only in this scene. And then another character who is just kind of fun.
0: Yeah. Um, But yeah. So is that it for this minute?
1: I think that's it for this minute. I got nothing else. Do you have anything? I don't. Um, yeah, so I mean this is this is minute eleven. Uh this is minute 10 colon zero zero to eleven colon zero zero. Uh like I said, there's not much going on, but this is this is where like I think if you're watching this for the first time, this is where you're starting to get excited. You're like, oh, car stuff's happening. We're about to see something mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, uh, but with that being said, uh as always, you can you can catch us uh doing this live on twitch.tv slash Danotage. Uh, every Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on the schedule, I think the main day that we're trying to do is Tuesdays, but a lot of what we had going on, we shouldn't even talk about. You know what? We got a couple more minutes. I'm going to talk about this. Um, All right. The reason we're doing this on Wednesday is because last night I got to see Ron Funches, who is hey. an amazing, amazing community. I mean, com- comedian, um, <laughs> who essentially... Booked a social club room that had a bar in the back. Was just a bunch of chairs and couches around, which was were way too many people. We had to stand the whole time. Um, but uh, he just booked this place and said, "Hey, as long as you RSVP, it's all free. Just well, you got to pay for your drinks, which were very expensive. But um, just come on by, and I'm going to work on my hour, pretty much, or at least pieces of his hour. He was like, he was, he was just working on certain jokes he was setting up and he's like, ah, I got to punch some of these things up. Uh, I got to talk about, uh, I'm going to probably, some of these things are probably not going to make the hour. Uh, he's very, it was very, it was called an intimate evening with, with Ron. And it was pretty intimate because he was, it was a lot of his next hour is probably going to be a lot about his divorce that's going on right now. And, uh, his life just in general, which I'm sure he's always done in his stand up. But, um, for those who don't know, uh, Ron Funches is somebody is a comedian that I've looked up to for a very long time, and is somebody who has been on my podcast before, um, and uh, and I think that we've seen since we've seen him grow so much, it's a pretty cool thing to see where he's at now because when we first met, he was doing I when we first met met he was doing a show at Cobb's in Sacramento, and um, I was just like hey. I heard you on a, I think one, I think it was like a Chris Hardwick. These are comedians to look out for pod or show that he just released out in his podcast. Um, and it was like every, every comedian that he wanted to show off did like five minutes. That's where I heard of him. So it was obviously, you know, very effective. And then I went and saw him at Cobb's because he was coming by and he it wasn't a huge crowd. There was like 10 of us in the room um, and he was doing like three nights like most people do. But I went the first day, which was a Thursday. And uh, the club owner or the club manager or something like that was like, hey, do you want to come tomorrow? And do you have any friends? And he handed me like (laughs) 20 tickets. He's like, here's a handful of tickets. They can all get in for free. They got to buy drinks, obviously. But there's 20 tickets. Bring all your friends and we'll have a thing going. And uh, yeah, so that's what I did. I brought like, I didn't bring 20, but I brought like, I don't know, 10 friends. Um, they all got drunk. I sat there and watched it. They, we all, we had like this whole table to ourselves, and we laughed at all his jokes. And he seemed to be super appreciative because he, like, like I said, he was not just getting started, but he was getting started in like touring and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, after the show, he's like, you guys are my rock. You guys were laughing at everything. It was great. Uh, and then eventually he came back to town to do like a college um a college show or something like that and before the show i was like hey you want to can we record a couple things and chill for a little bit and that's where we talked about video games i mean he streams here on twitch pretty often Uh, as we talked about video games we talked about music and comedy and all kinds of stuff and now he's in tv shows and he's in adventure time and and he's voices of all all sorts of people he's king shark in the harley quinn uh cartoon and all kinds of stuff so it was a super super cool moment to just be able to see him doing his thing and have the power to just be like i'm just gonna bring a whole bunch of people that are awesome to a place and watch that watch me work out my stuff instead of doing it like normal people do which is go on tour and do all this crap
0: (laughs) so that reminds me that college gig you invited me to yeah. Uh, as uh, a guest, I don't know. I was. I'm not sure if I was supposed to be a talking head on your podcast, but I had a microphone. Yeah. And seeing you do what you're doing with Ron, I basically sat there silently, and Ron eventually commented on me being there and thought I was high as hell, which I was not. <laughs> uh, so that was a really cool night for me, and like just seeing him basically side stage was very interesting, but. A weird way that connects to something later in my life is the opening act on that night was Keith Lil Jensen. Yes. Who's a Sacramento regular guy. Uh, He's put out a bunch of albums, a couple books. Um, He had a podcast for a while with Johnny Taylor Jr. He was also there. and they Who was looking for a, uh, a new producer to produce her podcast. So I sat in on an episode. Johnny wasn't there. And before we started recording, I was talking to Keith and the guy who basically I was set to replace. And they we were talking i was like yeah so i actually met you like years and years ago at sac state when you were opening for ron funches he went holy shit you were the guy with the podcast i was like i was the other guy at the podcast but yeah he's like dude we got kicked off of sac state after that show i was like what happened apparently right after the show they went out back on that like little stage behind mm-hmm. the auditorium and they started smoking weed and that's a no-no on sac state and i don't th- <laughs> I think I think judging by when it was, it wasn't super legal then either. So they no. got kicked out of sex state after performing this free show for the college kids in the most Ron Funches way. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess I, I felt like he was a little annoyed that we were there because you know the backstage comedy camaraderie stuff, and he's recording a podcast. And he was sat in the room with us, silent as I was. Mm-hmm. And then I wound up not taking that gig, and that podcast died. So oh. my bad. Wow. But uh, yeah, I've I've since seen Ron Funches at uh, Outside Lands. Oh. they had a pot, they had a music or a comedy stage, and it was a weird kind of variety show at in the afternoon. And I saw him do 15 minutes after Shen Kirkman, maybe, hmm. or Rory, Rory Scoville, Scoville, one of those two. <laughs> but yeah, super stoked to see him getting big, and he should be bigger. He's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Ron Funches. Yeah,
1: definitely one of those guys that I think um has not only been uh, working very hard, but has also just been kind of snubbed by the industry um, in a lot of ways. And I think that he's a success story of keep trying because he was somebody, and I think he talks about this in his first like big special, he was somebody who was turned away by Netflix, like, I don't know, four or five times. And their, their quotes were basically, we just don't see you as an hour guy, an hour long guy and so he signed a he signed to do a special with comedy central and then ever since has gotten so many gigs and so yep. many big things and he's definitely you know he came from like a lot of comedians came from very much nothing and you know he's got his own weird life going on i don't pretend to know what's happening there um but yeah i i i actually didn't know that story that you had from from that night um <laughs> And uh, if he didn't like that, if he didn't like us doing that podcast there, I mean, that's on him because that was kind of Ron's idea. (laughs) So
0: So Ron did Keith, I guess didn't, but no, it was Ron's
1: idea. I was like, hey, you want to do something like either, you know, whenever, before, after he's like, I'm just going to be chilling in the back. You want to just come do it then? I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then I just brought my stuff and we're there with uh, my friend Terry, who I did a podcast with for a while. Uh, The Dan Sucks podcast, which is no longer live anywhere. I do have, I have the first episode with Janet Vardy and Ashley Birch on YouTube, Um, but I got to find all the, I I do have the archives somewhere and maybe I'll upload them again at some point. Um, But yeah, yeah, that is, that is a cool little history that we, that kind of came to a pretty big head last night because it was, I think he had just a bunch of his friends there. There were a bunch of people who have been supporting him for years there. And uh, we all got to hang out and watch them work out. And that was a Cute. fun little moment. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Minute 11, I guess, this podcast. But I thought it was important to talk about, so I wanted to put it in there. Because as I do every single podcast, these podcasts are barely about the topic. They're more about just having a good time. So with that, make sure to follow us on all of the platforms. Follow our link tree. Email us at 60secondcar at gmail.com. And uh, with that, I'll see you later.
0: Family.